to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. Hello. How are you guys? You guys are so beautiful. You're so beautiful. But from the inside, the out is the bonus, right? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I honestly just like rushed over here. I just finished a client and now I'm super ready for yeah thank you so much so this is an episode series we created minding my business it was inspired to um from danielle and myself we wanted to really create a platform to celebrate women and to create a safe space for other women who are aspiring to become their best self or operate at higher levels of consciousness just to really hear other powerhouse women um, how you overcome adversity, how you've built yourself into this powerhouse that you are today, and just to elevate other women, to elevate their mind, their business, and their bank account. <laughs> so, that, that definitely, yeah. that's what my purpose is as well. That's why you're here. That's why you're a perfect fit. Thank you so much for being here. So with that being said, like, I've heard a little bit, I've been watching you, Danielle has been watching you, you haven't always been operating at these high levels, and I know you're very open about it on your platform. Um, what was your process of building this woman that you've become right now? The process, um, it's, it's been a journey, definitely. So I first started my, you're referring to business? No, just yourself. Like, like you, I mean, your business is an extension of you, uh, but how you've, like, um, you have, have you always been operating like that? Let me ask you it like this. Like, have you always been operating at high levels, how you're operating right now? Mm, I guess ever since I was little, my mom would always call me, like, in Spanish, it's this, it's this word called, she would always say that I was intensa, so that means, like, <laughs> like I didn't stop bothering her and bothering her and bothering her until I got it um and I said this I did I did another interview the other day and I said this like I will literally walk to um at the time it was like a CVS but it was Navarro right and I'd go and buy hair dye and the way that I would ha get the money is like I'd go in my mom's like purses I'd collect all the change all the coins <laughs> by my hair that was always like inventing I was always like into beauty and like when I wanted something I wanted it done right then and there so I guess I've always kind of been like nothing has really gotten in the way of like stopping me but I think that as I get to know myself and I and as I get to like slow down a little bit um and I'm more aware of like my trauma and my childhood I think definitely like Everything just is coming effortlessly mm. in a way. Even as a child, you were a go-getter. You were finding out the different ways of how to get what it is that you wanted. Because, you know, growing up, um, I read a little bit into your background. Um, and from, correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't have it easy growing up. So... You know, I feel like when you're put in that position, you have to find a certain ways to think outside the box to get what you want. Yeah, definitely. So, 
is that a big um you feel like a big advantage that you've used now as an adult with growing your brand in your business oh yeah definitely like i did, like i don't stop until it's done and i get it done and it's perfect and if it's not and it doesn't work out then i find like other ways um to get it done definitely and for the people who don't know about you why don't you just explain a little bit of what you do because i'm so inspired by your journey i have a very similar journey i'm a mom as well so going through your your reels and just your your page and stuff was really inspiring but for those of you that for those of the people that don't have the pleasure of knowing who you are just let them know a little bit so basically i grew up in a hispanic culture where they told me that college was like the only way to go um get a job in the medical field you're always going to be safe there you're going to have great benefits so as i started growing up i took like sciences cuz i was kind of already mentally preparing myself on becoming like something in the medical field whether whether it was a physician an actual doctor something um and then as i started to grow up i'm like you know what like i don't want to do things that society tells me to do like even in school growing up I'd get bullied because i didn't want to wear a uniform i wanted to wear what i wanted to wear i wanted to express myself and if a certain outfit made me feel good inside then i wanted to wear it right like if i wanted to get my if i wanted to come every day with my hair and my makeup done to school why couldn't i do that and like even as little as like 12 years old i would get sent down to the office every <laughs> for not wearing uniform i wasn't trying to impress anybody it was just truly who i was so growing up i felt like i was kind of student in, in a way to do what everybody else says and then when i finally got old enough to kind of determine um my own decisions i told my mom hey i'm dropping out of school um i know that you might be a little freaked out but i know that deep down inside of me i'm going to make something out of it and that's why i mm. i fell in love with business because with business there's really no like blueprints or like a through z right it's kind of just like that way figure it out learn from it if it works keep doing it if it doesn't then find another way and and continue yeah i love that you said that um i think the biggest thing is people always see like people you know like us like where we've had to go through a lot of stuff to get to where we are today you've been through a lot to get to where you are today you know it seems like what you're saying also too is like during the journey can sometimes be in a lone type of thing or you're going to feel alone or you might have to like put your blinders up and follow yourself and it's amazing that you that you trusted yourself because another reason why it was important for us to create this platform is to give other women the courage um and maybe some type of a tool to help them you know learn to trust themselves or to find courage with finding their own authenticity and so my question is what did you do or what do you currently do when you're faced where it seems like the world is against you but you know in your heart that you need to um level up or take that next step even though people aren't going to agree with you Oh, 
perspective, honestly, and I love that question because I can relate to it so much. Um, that's kind of how I feel like right now. But just mm-hmm. know that adversity, you're not growing. And with growth comes the feeling of, of uncomfort. So it's just like knowing that you're on the right path because you kind of feel uncomfortable. And then that's where like the growth is going to happen. Also, like not becoming a victim of like your past. Um, mm-hmm. Accepting the things that you can't control, right? Um, I always say like be careful with like what you wish. Yeah. You really want massive empire because if you can't even handle your problems at this level, what's going to make you think that you're going to be able to handle um, all those problems at that level? Um, And definitely the more my business grows, um, the more I realize that money is not what makes me happy. Money is great, cool, but... (laughs) As I continue my business journey, I become less attached to it and more attached to like owning who I am and finding myself. Do you have any specific tools? Like I know the last two months you had mentioned that you had shut down social media to really take care of you. You are like, you really prioritize your physical wellness. And I think a lot of people need to understand that it's not just about the aesthetics of the body, but it's about how it's like mental health, like when you actually really take care of your body, it does impact your mind and your emotions. And would you be able to share with people watching and try to explain like the importance of that? Yes. Well, for you. you know, going back to what you said, right, when you kind of like corrected me, like, actually, your business is just an extension of you, which is correct. Being, you know, building my business within four years, on social media, it's like I became to my goals. And it's like I made my goals my identity, and that's not the case. So I truly wanted to see how powerful I was without social media. It's like I kept waking up, and I, and I kept waking up because I was just like in fear. Like, who's going to hurt me next? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, who um, am I going to compare myself to? Um, like, it's just getting just being comfortable in your own skin without that outside gratification. So I'm like, okay, like I'm tired of feeling this way. Like I just literally have to detach. Like I became obsessed with checking and checking and checking and this post and get this and, oh my God, she's doing this. Why is not, why is my business not at that level? And then, you know, when people would tell me, oh my God, you inspire me. Like I truly wouldn't be inspired by myself. So I didn't get it. Um, And I kind of used those messages to fuel me. Mm. And, myself so I'm like okay you know what to do and to get things I've never done before or to get to to the things that I really truly want to have to do things that I've never done before right mm-hmm. um something just told me like get all the social media I deleted the app and I'm like I me thinking I'm like okay I'm gonna get back on it on in a few days a few days went by and I'm like I actually love the fact that I'm so present I can enjoy my cup of coffee without taking a picture I can enjoy this <laughs> Oh my God, yeah, people need to see this. That I was like, I, for, for once in my life, I truly knew the definition of being like present and owning who you are. Mm. And I love that you bring that up because I feel like there's also so many women that look at your page and feel the same, you know, like, oh, well, you know, 
why can't I do it like her? Why, why is she so beautiful and I'm not? Why, you know, just a bunch of the comparing. Unfortunately, even though uh, these platforms are so powerful to build your brand and to, you know, just excel within yourself, it's also a cancer in a sense. And I feel like that's what people really need to understand that, yes, you can enjoy social media, but don't turn it into something that is gonna affect you, like comparing, because I know I've done it. I feel like we're all guilty of doing it one time or another, mm -hmm. is comparing ourselves to social media. Because um, one big thing that happens a lot with social media is people will always put the good, you know, the highlights, the reels, the vacations, you know, all these things, but never put the struggles it takes to get there. So they're feeling like, oh, well, their life is so perfect and I'm going through all this. One thing that is really important for everyone to understand is we all have our own struggles within ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that, you know, you've had an, an amazing journey, but an, a, a journey full of struggle as well. So it's it's never good to compare. And I just wanted to make that point um, to let you know our viewers know that things aren't always sunshine and rainbows. Just because you see something on social media <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Most of the things on social media really aren't. And even if like people look at like somebody that has like a thriving business, it's like you don't know what that person is truly feeling deep down. Money. Mm -hmm. No comparison to like the amount of gratitude and money like you can have you know um so i i much rather have gratitude obviously money is great if i can have both which is the goal that's money. the goal yes the goal is to have it all that we can have it all and to um you know support each other because the opposite you know is one thing is like a shadow trait is je of jealousy is admiration so if you see people that are doing what you want to do, like give them a compliment, reach out to them, have them on your show. Like we brought you on here because we admire you. You know, we, we want to celebrate you. We want to celebrate the amazing things you're doing because uh, the, what inspired the minding my business was that Danielle and I both work on ourselves really hard. We mind our business and we see other women that are doing the same and we celebrate them. We admire them and we, we want to raise them up. And I feel that we definitely need more, more of that. And so uh, what are some tools that, that you use? Because sometimes in this journey, it can feel like it's an alone thing. But I know you have two beautiful babies. You seem like you have an amazing husband and a support system at home. But as a woman, as a business owner, as a mom, what is it that kept you just in your lane, minding your business? And what are some of the tools that kept you super focused when there's you got all these distractions pulling at you like social media or voices definitely like the the person who i envision myself to be in just a few years um i applaud my progress even if it's small so like those are me going um and i accept my feelings like if i'm not feeling mm. today i'm gonna accept it and then I'm going to work backwards. Like, okay, Alana, why are you feeling like this? Right? Who made you feel like this? Remember that if you're feeling that way, that person is just a trigger, but they are not the source. Mm. So it's like doing the constant work. And even though you don't feel your best today, it's like being there for you and clapping for you for getting up, 
and just owning yourself. Um, so those are just, just a lot of self-talk. Um, and if you feel like you're in a constant battle with yourself, then definitely go to therapy. Talk to like a friend that is in therapy, you know, just like talk to somebody that has, again, that minds their own business, that like doesn't speak bad about other people, that doesn't want to go. And the first thing that you say, hi, who are you? Is like gossip, right? Poison. Yeah. But definitely finding like, and that's why I'm so passionate about building a community because it's like, a lot of us, if not most of us, go through have anxiety, have depression, um, have struggles. So it's just like kind of normalizing that. And I feel like people, white people kind of take themselves deep in a hole is because they think that they're the only ones going through it. And that's not the case. So community, for me, being yourself, like my purpose, especially in business as well, that's like my main mission. Community and being that light in other people's life. That's amazing. What are some of the like main, the main uh, resources that you feel really like, really, really make you feel fulfillment? I know you mentioned like community, but what are some things that you do for yourself? Some things that you do to keep you on point um, when you are feeling a low or you're having an anxiety attack or you're feeling super depressed. I know you mentioned self-dialogue, you mentioned therapy but what are some things that you do to really connect with the true source of your higher self i also regardless but journaling journaling definitely helps and working out even if it's just moving my body and then also being present and being aware of like how my body's feeling and if i feel like that it's tense then i really like breathe in and out through my mouth just a few times to release all that energy and just to loosen up my body as well mm. so alana i do see that you have two beautiful kids um even a little one how old is he like He's ten. Yet? 10 months oh you got your hands full girl <laughs> yeah. Somebody, i have a two-year-old as well and uh two other kids i have an 11 and nine-year-old um along with my two-year-old and it's really hard to juggle, you know, being a mom and a business owner. What are a few things that you do to implement your kids or really have that work and life balance? Um, I schedule it in. Like I use Google Calendar. You guys don't have the app. You need to download it right now. I schedule everything in. Like I schedule my journaling, getting my three-year-old's lunch ready for school. <laughs> and putting my phone down and although I don't have a lot of time with them throughout the day when I do spend time with them I make sure that I'm present I'm aware of their behavior um, I'm aware of my behavior and how I'm speaking to them and just making sure that they feel love making sure that they can just be themselves around me even if they feel cranky right I always ask because she's three whenever she is throwing a fit i'm like olivia what are you feeling right now and she's like i'm feeling cranky actually oh i'm her aware of like her own feelings and accepting it just just literally like using my tools that i use on myself onto my kids and being present that's powerful stuff it sounds like you've done shadow work yes i do 
Yes, a lot. A lot of people don't know about that. Would you be able to tell the audience what shadow work is and how it's impacted you? Because And you're also sharing it with your children. Yeah. Um, so basically, I guess, I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I have done. You have uh, experience. My, my therapist definitely is more of like a hypnosis therapist. And we do a lot of shadow work. So basically, just kind of regressing back to our childhood and seeing why we're seeing why I feel a certain way when someone for example like my husband does something and I get triggered just like going back into time and seeing kind of what reminded whatever he did what reminded uh, me of my childhood for example like if he said or did a movement that like my dad did that I wasn't aware of right then right then and there then taking the time to go back and seeing like why and just kind of releasing it um if that's what you mean yeah i mean i i think i i like to, i love when people do it because i can i can tell you've done it and just a little like things that you share and about the awareness and processing emotions and people i just want people to understand that it's so powerful and if we're talking about elevating your business because typically people always want to know like how do i become successful in business you have to first master yourself Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if you're not aware of how you're feeling or how to express yourself and how to cope with negative thoughts or process negative thoughts and emotions without numbing yourself, without hurting yourself and hurting others, you're never going to fully reach your potential in business because your business is just an extension of you. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so important that like, you know, when, when people are doing the work that number one, like it's very admirable because the work is, I feel, for the strongest of the strong. Like, this work is not for the weak, but this is how you become super strong. Definitely changed my life. Um, and also having a partner that's, like, doing the work with you and understands, like, why you react a certain way and understanding that he... And he just understanding that, not to take it personal, that he knows that if I said something, it's because... it. He, like he triggered me and he doesn't take things personal as well but also it also helps too because in business like you can't take things personal like you are not responsible for anybody's feelings and I think running a business again going back to what you said it all starts with you leadership that's huge like if you don't know how to manage yourself and your emotions how are you going to be able to process and manage other people's emotions yeah. and Alana Amen you did that that you and your husband are doing the work together, which I love because um, mine and my myself and my husband are also on the same beautiful journey. Um, do you, what do you uh, want to tell all the people, all the single women, especially um, about finding a man? I know I've gotten a lot of, you know, DMs and people asking me about their love life. You know, we're not love experts whatsoever. <laughs> But I feel like um, we do have a small insight as to what we want um, yeah. as business women. Um, for example, myself, you know, I've been with my husband for a very long time, <laughs> um, for 12 years now. And we weren't the people we were back then. We were, you know, just teenagers when we got together. So um doing that work together has really brought out a different side of ourselves 
what would you tell people about that journey? I have chills because this conversation gets me so excited. Just, um, by the way, congratulations on like being 12 years together and doing the work together. Um, that's definitely oh, that's a always been easy, girl. Let me tell you. <laughs> but, I know. I, yeah. <laughs> because if he's willing and you guys are both willing to do that work, it's like you guys connect on like just more than a physical level. It's like spiritual, you know, and it's funny because I've only been with my husband. I mean, I call it my husband. We're not legally married, but like spiritually we are. Um, so it's crazy because I never understood like when you know, you just know. And then I met him and it's like, oh, I just kind of knew. And um, we've only been together for about two years. I got pregnant with him like two months later, engaged <laughs> months later. And we're definitely not the people that we were just two years ago. So, but going back to kind of just some advice, um, definitely do not tolerate disrespect. Um, and the one thing, it's never too early to start therapy never too early because sometimes people are not always who they seem to be so doing therapy together and just kind of like uncovering layers together makes you connect on just a different level and it helps understand both of you guys you know because you guys are two individuals who each have their trauma and if one person is not aware of their trauma and you know you trigger them they're not gonna they're gonna react in a bad way and then you're gonna take it personal whatever just it's never too early to start therapy and don't settle you know deep down in your gut like when you're just settling or you're staying in something that is just not right for you and just know that like it's gonna be uncomfortable but feelings are temporary trust yourself trust the universe trust god whatever you believe in that your destination is already mapped out so all all, all you need to do is trust trust in you trust your gut because you know and put in the work <laughs> and don't judge yourself on the way Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Mm. I feel like it's a very uh, tough thing for people doing the work. Uh, they start to feel as they're not deserving because of their past and they bring those traumas that hurt everything forward and sometimes it's subconsciously because i know i've never told myself i don't deserve this but when i now that i'm doing the work and i sit back and i think about it subconsciously that's exactly what i was doing 
oh, I don't deserve this because of A, B, and C. Yeah. I love how you say not to judge yourself because I feel like we do that so much, whether it's known or subconsciously, it's like we're just on autopilot you know so we have to reprogram our mind we have to reprogram our desires just reprogram reprogram ourselves completely in order to take those steps forward because mm-hmm. as we all know how tanya said an extension of our business is, is ourselves how do we expect uh, god the universe to give us something that we can't handle god's never going to set us up for disaster ever so if we're not doing the work within ourselves to get to the next level, how are we going to keep leveling up and keep growing? Exactly. I love that. Speaking of leveling up, I was literally was going to ask this, so that's like perfect to like piggyback off Daniela. You mentioned you are in a space of becoming. I love this. What, would you be able to share with us? Um, and if you guys have questions for Alana as well, just drop them in the comment box. We do see them. If there's a question, we see we are going to be saving this. It will be saved. Um, but speaking of leveling up, what what are you working on right now as far as like becoming? Oh, she disappeared. Oh, to be continued. <laughs> I don't know where she went. So anyway, if you guys have, if you, we're going to try to get her back on, but if you guys in the meantime have any questions for Alana or for us, please go ahead and put them in the chat box. Normalizing therapy with our partner. How would you ladies explain normalizing therapy uh, with your partner? I always say, well, I'll let Daniela go, but I would say, all right, we're going to add you on right now. It's like, first, if anything, go first, you know, put yourself in the hot seat first. But I think having that conversation, and if they're not on board, then put yourself, um, put yourself in it first. Hold on, let me get her in here. And sometimes, honestly, just be honest and let them know, you know, I'm trying to level up. I'm trying to do the work myself, because I know I'm not perfect. I would love if you can join me on this journey. Um, so that we can grow together. Because the last thing you want to do is outgrow your partner. But unfortunately, mm. it happens when you do the work. Like, you know, we're talking about the good. Now we got to talk about the ugly, too. Sometimes you do outgrow that partner, you know? Sometimes yeah. that person's not going to want to level up. Sometimes that person's not going to want to do the work and, and better themselves. So why are you going to stay, like, in that situation, like Alana said, and settle? Yeah. So, and that's not only just your partner, it's also your friends too. It's also mm-hmm. your friends. So relationships are relationships and you become who you surround yourself with. So when you're doing the work, it's so important that, you know, as the ladies were saying that you, you know, obviously put yourself in it, have the conversation, invite. I always say like invite, don't tell people like you have to do this. Cause it actually, if you have a rebellious personality, like I know all three of us have, <laughs> that you we don't like to be told what to do but when we're invited to like be a part of a journey it it, uh makes it more like uh i guess like less resistance but a lot of somebody was asking in the chat about like how do you get your partner on board when you guys maybe first started doing therapy how did you initiate that conversation before we start getting into the leveling up part um so, funny story, it was actually 
like my sister who initiated the conversation. Um, and then he was already doing therapy prior to meeting me with a different therapist. And then I was just kind of like hopeless and tired of being tired at that point with just like myself too. Then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just mm. going to try this thing. Um, naturally, I was, I've always like suppressed my emotions and my husband is kind of just like an open book. And I'm that press emotions and then show up like as if I'm not hurting. Um, so therapy has really taught me the importance of speaking about how you feel. Obviously not disrespectfully, but like if you feel a certain way, say it. Mm -hmm. um, I guess for me, it was kind of like my sister brought us on board and then he was already used to it in a way. So then I was just kind of like, okay, I'm tired of being tired. Let me just do this therapy thing because I guess it's the last thing that I have to do. So, and it worked, it's working, it's a journey. I'm never gonna not do therapy. I actually have to like schedule my session this week because I can be So, yeah. But you were invited, right? So it was like an invitation. It wasn't like you have to do this. It's like, hey, I'm doing this and I think it would be beneficial if we did it together. So speaking of leveling up, before we got caught off, I was like, maybe she doesn't want to talk about the next level anymore. <laughs> but speaking of leveling up, um, if you would share with us, like, what, where, oh, how, number one, is there a process to when you know it's time to level up? Like, how do you know when it's time to level up? For me, personally, is when I feel stagnant and kind of like bored. I don't like to feel bo bored. Um, I kind of like to feel overwhelmed in a sense. Um, so that's how I level up and it's worked out. You know, I guess mm -hmm. there's always intense personality that I can juggle many things at one time very well because again, I do, I think because I work on myself and I attract like an awesome team, um, it's, it's totally possible with them, you know, but mm -hmm. again, it also leveling up. Yeah. And you've also, it sounds like you've also created, because I do believe we create, that you've created a support system um, during your process of leveling up and scaling yourself. Like you've put the right people in places with the therapy and you've chosen your partner because you chose him and he chose you. And, you know, you chose your career, you chose the people that are going to be in your inner circle. And so I think that's important also to let people know is like, you need to make sure that you choose the right support system when you are scaling. So you can, you're able to, you feel, I guess, capable of handling the intense triggered emotions that come along for the ride of growth. Yes. I, going back to relationships, I would not be where I am today if I stayed in my two previous relationships. And sometimes you got to like, let go and let God and trust me that it's all going to work out and it's going to feel like a miracle. But no, it's just you detaching from like negative energy. And like, you can only grow so much with a negative partner. And that's, that's what I believe in. 
Preach it, girl. Mm -hmm. Preach it. Because it's not just with your partner. It's also with your friends. You yes. know, if you go, if let's say you have a, a circle of friends and you go to the circle of friends and you're talking to them and all you're hearing and receiving back is negativity, um, gossip, limited emotions, ju just, just gossip, just negativity in general. You're Complaints, so excuses, excuses, yeah. yes, all of that. You're just absorbing all that. You don't want to be around that energy. So you have to detach yourself from it. Even if you've known them for a long time, even if they're, you know, at one moment in time, they were just an amazing friendship. Some things don't last forever. Sometimes people come into our lives for a certain amount of time and that's it. You know, it doesn't mean that you hate them. It doesn't mean that you wish them bad. It doesn't mean anything negative. It just means that you outgrew the person, that they just don't align with your vision, your hopes and your desires. So yes. then you have to go around like-minded people because guess what? When you go around those like-minded people, then guess what's going to happen? Your light bulbs are going to start going off. Your energy is going to be lifted. You're going to be motivated because that's what you want. You want to be surrounded by people who are going to motivate you and push you to be the best you. Mm -hmm. You're so, going to be limitless. You know, like you're, any kind of goal is going to seem, again, for example, like I've heard this, like, the five people you hang around with, like you're not gonna make five thousand more dollars yearly if you constantly are around them. And I've see, I've definitely seen it happen. For me, thankfully, like I just I was kind of always like a loner um, because I didn't like I didn't want to feel obligated to like go to a birthday dinner. And if I didn't go, then they would feel some kind of way. Like I've just always done whatever I wanted to and if I didn't want to go I don't have to owe somebody an explanation so it's just like I always surrounded myself around like people like that for for example like my best friend we don't talk every day and if I don't show up to like a birthday dinner like she's not gonna feel any kind of way because she knows like I'm like that so it's just like getting around people who you don't have to owe an explanation to either and you're allowed to detach from them and you don't owe anybody an explanation. Um, hey, you know, I'm working on myself. I hope to, you know, catch up with you soon, but nothing to take personal if I haven't reached out to you. Mm -hmm. And like, and I think, yeah. And for those of you trying to like grasp that concept, there's two types of love. And what Alana is explaining is that's conscious love where it's like more of love, like I love you no matter what, I understand and I accept you for who you are, the wholeness of you, and I'll always love you. And there's love that also stems from manipulation and that's I'll only love you under my terms and my circumstances. And if you behave the way that I want, then I will show you love. And if you don't, then I won't. Mm -hmm. And it's important. That's a lesson I learned like the last year and a half is the difference between love from manipulation and love from consciousness. So it's amazing that you found that. And one thing Daniela said was about like um, outgrowing and you can even, you know, this is getting back to Alana about you scaling to another level right now is outgrowing yourself. And just if you outgrow friends, it's important that you're always going to come through phases where you've outgrown yourself and it's time to level up into that new version of you. So 
what version of yourself are you becoming right now? Um, definitely a leader. Um, definitely. I, I was always the type of person that I didn't want to say anything because I was, I didn't want to make them feel a certain way. And something that my husband told me was like, if you don't want to have the uncomfortable conversations, then get off the chair. And I'm like, oh, okay. so owning your power, stepping into like who you truly are and like who you want to be. Um, so definitely that's who I'm becoming, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like owning the fact that like I am a business owner. Well, it's an extension of me, but like I am a business owner. I need to like take full charge because the environment is only like a product of you. So that's, that's definitely what I'm working on as well. So that's more of like business, but what about like, what do you see? So leadership is what you're working on right now. One of your big main focal points. I know you're, you're putting more energy also too into your body. We've seen that. I've seen the transformation in just like a few short months. Um, what are you working on as far as like, mm, I don't know, even like friendships and stuff like that. Like, do you feel really solid with your level of friendships? I mean, I'm like, I don't really talk to that many people, um, but what I do, I try to just shed as much light and be as intentional as I can. Like, I'm just not about like, hey, what's up? How are you? Like, conversations, like, if I'm gonna, if anybody that comes or like, anybody that comes by me, they know that I'm either like gonna hold them accountable, I'm either gonna like give them some kind of value, or I'm just gonna like leave them feeling extremely good. Um, so that's just what I feel like is a true friendship as well. That's amazing. Just like well, energy. Good energy. Relationships are definitely an exchange of energy. Definitely. That was one of the one, another reasons why too, we wanted to create this is like, I don't feel like we'd have the opportunity to connect with an amazing woman like yourself and, we were, you know, one day we were having a conversation. We're talking about like, we need to create our own table of women that we want to sit at our table and how they're going to really also inspire us to be a better version of ourselves. And we're like, that's how this show really evolved is we have the opportunity of connecting with people from all over and getting to meet and, you know, build some form of a relationship with other amazing women like you. So if you don't have it, you can create it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We all manifest at this moment. Yes. Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, but it all started with us minding our business, working on ourselves, and um, then you do attract who you are. One thing that I learned actually eight months ago was that whether you like it or not, everything is an external expression of what you're internally suppressing. So if you're attracting toxicity or drama or whatever thing you're not liking, besides it being a mirror, it might just be something you're deeply suppressing. So, you know, as we're working on ourselves, we get to see the reward of our reflections as well in a positive light, you know, and, and with admiration. And like you said, like we attracted this moment because we attracted 
in some degree a mirror of ourself. Yeah, and it's kind of spooky sometimes, you know, because a lot of the <laughs> I know like with Bobby, yourself, a lot of the things that you say, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I do that too. Oh, wait, I'm going to do that too. So it's really nice to have that feeling of, oh, okay, I'm not alone. Oh, okay, I must be moving in the right direction, you know, because I feel like a lot of queens move alike. You know, we're not all the same, but we have a lot of the same aspirations. We have a lot of the same drive, a lot of the same habits, you know, so then it just teaches others that if you pick up on, you know, even if it's one or two of these habits that we're speaking about, you can go on your journey as well. You know, I feel like a lot of people get very intimidated to start doing the work on themselves because they feel like they have to have everything perfect. Everything has to be quick. Like, no, we're all, all three of us here are still learning. We're still on a journey. I feel yeah. like you never will be perfect. You're never... And that's not what we aspire to be. We don't aspire to be perfect. For example, my, speaking for myself, I just want to be the best version of myself. I don't want to be the best, you know, Kim Kardashian or, or Kylie Jenner. I want to be the best Daniela. So as long as that's what you're aspiring to be, then just start your journey. You know, you might take a few step backs along the road, but just always remember that if you take a one or two steps back, it's only to take 10 forward, you know, mm -hmm. and by having these tools and knowing these tools, when those situations happen, when you get triggered, when you get upset, whatever it might be, you have these tools now to be able to collect yourself back together and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh my God. I'm like, I just want to say a thousand things as you were saying. Say it. Oh, <laughs> That I struggled with and I spoke about this with my therapist like perfectionism um sometimes I I stress because things are not perfect but it's like okay what is perfect at this point mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's like a message like you don't need to like have it all figured out in order to like start your journey you just need to like take the daily steps and daily habits um, to build that long-term success, whether it's financially, physically, spiritually, like there's no shortcuts to it, but focusing on today, the next 20, mm -hmm. that's all we have. That's all we can control. Like whatever we're doing right at the, at this moment. So I just wanted to mm -hmm. throw that in. I get a lot of DMs like, I want to start, but I don't know how. I'm like, take the first step just focus on the first step like you feel like you don't know what you're doing because you're focusing on all the things that you have to do when it's just taking that initial step and maybe the step is just waking up earlier and taking care of yourself and going to work out like take, taking out a paper and pen and just writing how you feel in that moment mm -hmm. because that maybe the first yep. step is Okay, you want to try something? Take a course and try it out. If it doesn't work, okay, let's on to the next. If it does, perfect. What's the next step after that? So you have to take it. It's just to do it. Just yeah, do it. just like, stop over planning. Stop like trying to create, 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 and just like 
do and be yourself and like post that post even if it's not perfect again like one of my main things too on my platform is to not only post a, like my accomplishes accomplishments but to also post the struggle and like yesterday was like a day that i was feeling extremely down and i'm like you know what i think that people need to hear this and it's just like sharing whatever you're feeling and i promise you like somebody's gonna relate to that and then you're gonna help somebody out and it's like a domino effect Mm -hmm. and i think that it's important you say that because with both of what you said because like nobody's alone in this journey we just you know all think that we're doing it on our own but i feel that the more that we speak up about it and create community that it's going to give somebody permission whether just seeing somebody else do it inspire them to also do the same be like okay I can accept this because I'm not the only one. Sometimes just knowing that other people also struggle, you're like, okay, I don't have to feel so bad about myself. Not that we need that validation, but sometimes it's nice to know that other people are in it as well. And um, especially when all you see on social media is that people have it together. They look so mentally strong and physically strong and, Everybody has off days. They have off days. They have on days. But how quickly are you getting back up? How And the consistency. I think the one thing, too, is people need to understand, like, sometimes you're not going to reap the rewards for months or even for years. You know, you said you've been working on your business for four years, right? For, like, it's like the amount of work that I put in probably equates to, like, eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every day, every hour of the day. And that's something that, like, I have been trying to do, like, be more present, detach from work, because that is not who I am. I am Alana. I am I'm, I'm more than just a human. I am a soul. I am a being, like, and just understanding that simple thing, understanding something that's, like, far more greater than the human mind can even understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's consistency. You have to consistently every single day, like show up for yourself. And it's, it's a daily thing. Like you ladies were talking about, like your personal power is in today. It's in the present moment because today's the only day you can make different decisions or make different choices or, you know, build whoever you're trying to build yourself into being and being patient with yourself along the way, you know, as you were saying. I want to say one thing. Um, yes. I feel like the reason why people don't start is because they've convinced themselves already that they can't do it. That, yeah. To make it in their head. Yep. They visualize their dream business and then it's like they self-sabotage themselves as to why they can't achieve that. Right? When it's, again, daily habits and time. Like mm-hmm. if, if you are, I love studying successful people and that's what I, that's one of my like habits on the day to day. And guess what? Like everybody that you see out there with like huge platforms, huge businesses, like have been in business 20 plus years to get to what they have. And it's like, are you attached to the material stuff? Right? Because if you love business, why do you want to? ends it's like when you already achieve those things what's next 
you're gonna I feel like you're you're gonna spiral down because it's like what's next, right? I think of Kylie Jenner, like yes, she has she can buy anything she wants, like and then what's next, right? What makes me wake up on the day to day is like achieving, right? Like having something to work towards. Mm-hmm. And that never ends either. Like even when you accomplish when you accomplish those things and you're like, okay, it is, it's what next. And you don't have to figure it out until you first take that first step. And then the second step will appear. And then, but when you do it, cause you guys talked about like not starting. So the, the opposite of procrastination actually did a, a live on this um, last week was there's two reasons why I procrastinate. One is overwhelm. And the other is, um, overwhelm and then the other one was just like not feeling safe to move forward and people don't realize like that's even they don't even realize like that's a part of it not feeling safe to move forward that fear of like okay well will I be able to handle whatever I'm about to get into like will can I sustain that level of whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish and that's why I think it's important as you mentioned with the journaling that if you give yourself time to actually process your thoughts and your fears and your negative, you know, your negative patterns of thinking, you can start to course correct them. Sometimes I look back into my journal and it was crazy. Like for almost a whole year straight, I was just like full of fear. Like, like, Oh, he's going to hurt me. He's going to hurt me. He's going to hurt me. Like that's literally like the first thing that I would wake up thinking about. Mm. crazy and then now it's like I look at my journal in the last few months it's just like wow this is the happiest I've ever been so you guys journal like document your life whether it's on camera paper whatever you know go ahead sorry <laughs> oh no yeah I'm, I'm agreeing with you girl because that's it's it's honestly that journaling is so powerful even if it's just like um a journal dump like just dumping everything like let's say I'm, you're really really upset one day and you just want to like let it out write down all your feelings all your emotions on your journal and I promise you it is like a weight lifted off your chest but one thing that I did want to mention was um, I just read this book called focus and it's to really help you focus on your goal whatever it is whatever your goal is um, besides having that big goal it's always good to set up those little goals um so that you feel some sort of achievement along the way um but a big trick that i really thought was so interesting was uh one of the uh actual um exercises was to make a list a to-do list every day right and the first thing to put on your to-do list is just put wake up why? Because having taking that motion, I have my little to-do list here. I'm just going to write it down. So just putting wake up and taking it and crossing it off is already you accomplishing one thing already throughout the day. Like you already woke up, took that initiative to start your day. So keep it going, you know, and if you don't go through all the things on your list, that's okay. Do it again the next day. Add it on the next day. And eventually, you'll get that crossed off too. And that will be another accomplishment towards your big goal. 
definitely. Some, somebody in here wrote like writing the I am. And, and I just want to add to that. Um, Cause I've been through so many different transition coming from a space of addiction and stuff like that. And trying to develop at a low point when I was suicidal of becoming into a space of who I am today. And everything I feel is a process. Some people can go from A to Z, but not many can. And when you're saying the I am affirmations tip most of the time, they don't really work because the energy doesn't match the word. There has to be some type of a belief, which you were talking about, Alana, where you have to really believe that you're going to win or you're going to build that business. You're going to succeed. And if you don't, there is a process. So you can say, I'm in the process of becoming healthy. I'm in the process of learning how to become more mentally strong. I'm in the process of finding my peace and it becomes more believable and gives hope. And hope is a, a stairway to the I am. Um, and it's okay to have like a process, but I wanted to make sure that you guys understood that because I remember when I was getting to affirmation work, it really made me angry and it was like a reverse. So I had to figure out how to, how it could work for me because I knew that it was powerful but I wanted to touch, touch on that because everybody's like, say the I am. So I was like, it doesn't really work for everybody. <laughs> There's sometimes a little process in between. Like the baby steps. The baby steps, the day-by-day -day steps. And that also comes back to what you're talking about a lot today. And what Danielle is also touching on is like focusing back on like the daily things and recognizing your emotion behind what you're doing and what you're saying. If you start to speak something and you're, for example, writing your goals on who you're trying to become or what you're aspiring to do or what your goals are, and you feel negative energy towards it, then you could by writing or journaling or even um, I like to use my phone and, and brain dump in my phone because sometimes I need to verbally speak it out loud the writing I feel like too slow in my writing but if I could speak it out loud for whatever reason then I'll play it back to myself and to hear my voice talking back to me something just shifts yeah. and it's it's also a really powerful thing on that too so um yeah I mean I wanted to touch on that I think that's important I have just like a little word of advice um yeah. For those of you who visualize and see yourself there, no one needs to, no one else needs to believe in that dream, but you. Funny story. I just like a few years back, right? I was walking in the parking lot with my friend at the time, and I'm like, oh my god, I I have a thing for cars. I've always had a thing for cars since I was little. I would ask like my mom for like Hot Wheels for Christmas, and I was like this girly girl. Um, so I'm like, oh my God, I love that car. Like, I'm going to get that car in a year. And then after I get that car, then I'm going to get that Rolls Royce. But uh, it, it's going to take me a few years. She's like, she looks at me. She's like, you're crazy. I'm like, I, 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 and I didn't feel any anger or anything. I was just confused. I'm like, why does she think I'm crazy? Like I, I saw it. I felt it. I visualized it. And then a year later, I literally had that car. And I'm like, okay, you see, I'm like, I'm not crazy. But <laughs> they, it's just like a reflection of themselves. So going back, like, don't take anything personal. And nobody else needs to see your vision but you. Like, people are going to call you crazy along the way. You're not crazy. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. you're crazy. 
you're not doing anything to get it, yeah. right? Um, so just had to put that out there because I always get that in my DMs as well. No, I love that. It's funny because I have, uh, when I read things that are impactful, I'll put like little notes. I've had this here by my computer and there's a book called The Secret Prayer. It says, first off, don't beg or don't chase. And when you pray, you pray with gratitude, no expectations, and you take massive action. A lot of people get confused with that, like sitting and twiddling their thumbs. You have to take massive action, you guys. And that when you pray, prayer is for us to get right with God and, to, and that your prayers don't always have to be verbalized. So you can keep that between you and the divine. Um, because like Alana was saying, you don't, not everybody's, people are going to shut you down. And if your dreams are vulnerable, if you're doing the work and you're just starting to build up self-belief because it is a muscle that keep your big dreams to yourself, unless you're part of a community that's going to celebrate and support you because not everybody's going to believe in you. People are going to be jealous. People are going to have their own limiting beliefs and, if you share things and they're in a space of like an incubation or not even existent and you're just starting to leave them and somebody shuts you down and you believe them more so than yourself, you're never going to live on purpose and live a life of fulfillment. And that's really just not living. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. Did you want to add anything else? Sorry to interrupt you. So just like a little exercise, when somebody tells me that I can't, I say, I can, I can do that. Why, why can I not do that? That is possible. I just now need to work backwards. And just like whenever you're writing like your manifesto or like your vision board, like don't just write it to write it, but like write it, see it, feel it. Okay. And then work backwards. Okay. So I want to. For example, hit this goal. Okay, what are the things that I need to do to get there? Because I'm already there. Now I just got to work backwards. Mm. And then break goals into monthly, weekly, and daily goals that you need to do. So I just wanted it. to No, that's powerful. I mean, these are the things we actually really want to talk about. So sometimes in the beginning, it's just kind of like, how do we get to the juicy part? Like we want to give people strategy. We want people to leave with tools. We want them to leave like little exercises and things to become better after each conversation with each guest. So thank you for that. Um, let me see. Does anybody have any questions for Alana in here that you want to ask? Or if you want to hop up on here and ask something, you're more than welcome. We want this to be interactive. Um, so if you have any specific questions before we, we sign out, you are amazing as well. Thank you all for joining us today. How do you detach from people when you know it's time to level up? That's a good question. How do you detach? Um, How do you, did you want to answer well, that, Alana? Danielle, go ahead. I believe, or, oh, go ahead, Alana. Oh, no, sorry, I just got cut off. Um, how do you detach from, you need to trust yourself. Trust yourself, and, and it's going to hurt, and accept the pain, but just know that with those pains, those are growing pains. 
So just putting things mm-hmm. into perspective as well. Yeah. And I would say when it time. comes to like relationships, um, one thing that I had to learn, especially like with family, because you can't just like cut family out or you can't, you know, people that have been, you've been friends with for so long is you just make yourself unavailable. And when I started doing my own growth work, like I really got heavily into the yoga community and I would just invite like my uh, friends that I was outgrowing into the things that my new hobbies. So it was never a, it was never a negotiable, like I wasn't partying anymore, but I was going to yoga and drinking juice. And I was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. You're more than welcome to invite me. And that was that. So if I was unavailable, but I would still invite them. And if they decided they wanted to level up with me, they would be a part of it. And if they didn't, then I just was unavailable. I love that. Cause that's exactly what I was going to say is that you invite them because me personally, I want to feel like I did everything in my power to help this person and to keep them in my life because it is it like Alana said, it is a growing pain. You do love, you know, these relationships, these people have some of them seen you at your lowest. So you don't want to just be like, Oh, okay, bye. I'm done. I'm leveling up. No, you want to bring them along. But the thing is that when you're extending your hand to bring that up, bring them up, if they're trying to drag you back down, that's when you have to say, you know what, I, I'm changing, I want you to change with me, I want you to grow with me. But if that's not something that you're ready for, no judgment, but I'm just not available today. Exactly. Aww. Let's and see so, what else want to bring you back down to the person that you're trying to outgrow and unfortunately it's the people that know you the longest that know how to push those triggers yeah mm-hmm. somebody wants to do a vision board party with you alana yeah, so i i'm actually doing like a, a challenge and it ends next week um where i challenge them to like work out drink a gallon of water do their journal like it's I, I created a community to like hold everybody accountable and like give them like the tools and the resources and the things to cross off like Daniela was saying on their to-do list. So just building like those daily habits that really build momentum in order to take massive action. So I think for sure, I think our last call will be a vision board party. Amazing. So you guys can go DM her for any questions of her community and her support. Uh, groups and accountability groups. I know you're doing amazing things and I see a lot of people write um, like testimonials that you're posting in your stories and just seems like you're really impacting like a lot of lives and that's that's just so cool. I'm just trying to look at some of the, somebody says, what was the last book? What was the last book, please? Uh, Daniela mentioned Focus. Right? Yeah, Focus. So you can send me a DM. I don't have the author's name. I would have to get off of my, um, actually, give me a second. I think I have it in my backpack. Well, Alana, yeah, Alana, um, somebody asked, uh, how do you go about finding a reliable and trusting hypnosis, uh, hypnosis therapist? To be honest, word of mouth, I can refer you to. So just send me a DM and I like, I'll share your contact. Um, but yeah, definitely word of mouth is the best for me. Yeah. Somebody who's had like personal experience. Um, I've worked with one as well. She's amazing. She also does shadow work too, but there's, there's good. You just have to ask people that have done work with somebody. 
Somebody says, I'm in the process of self-growth within myself, but financially, we always have that trigger reminder where it reminds us and makes us step back a little. How do you manage that? Uh, I'm not sure I understand that question. Maybe you can elaborate a little bit on it. I'm in the process of self-growth within myself, or maybe like not being able to like financially. Um, yeah, or like scared maybe to like keep growing or investing maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I think that's what they're asking. Like, I, like maybe you're limited. Um, so that all goes back to like your childhood, like be aware of like what you grew up hearing. Like where I know like my mom and dad were like, like you have to save money. Like you have to, you know, hoard, like hoard money, save it, save, 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 save. And that's what society teaches you to do. Right. It's like, they want you to go to school, take out a bunch of loans, have to pay them back but then it's like okay well then you have to like open like a bunch of retirement funds and all of that so that's just society in the way that it pick that they i feel like made us grow up um but don't be so attached to money like i was very attached to it and then something that my husband told me is like use money as a tool don't be afraid to like invest it back because if you invest it back into yourself and your business it's going to grow and if you lose some that's part of the journey too. You live and you learn. Um, so definitely like be aware of that. You yeah. are your own biggest investment. Honestly, I feel like it's really big, Alana, how you're saying in the Hispanic community that we're just taught to like save and you don't talk about money, you know, money is like a taboo to speak about. And unfortunately, that's not what it is. As a business owner, that's one thing that I struggled with as well was when I was it got to the point that we needed to start investing within our business to get that return. You know, you got to spend money to make money. So you have to just take that leap. And we're not saying go spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on self growth. You know, you take little steps eventually. Yes, you can do that. But first start off with getting a book, you know, start off with uh, doing one or two uh, therapy calls or um, get a life coach calls a month, you know, start little. And then once you start to work on yourself, that you're going to attract that money and then you'll be able to reinvest it back into yourself. Yes. You can never mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, the book's called Focus Forward and it's by Justin Byers. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. And another thing too, is like, I know each time, like I've invested in myself and you, you have this fear part of you, like, Oh, what if I'm wasting my money? One thing is I do is I make a list of all my fears. What if I'm wasting my money? What if I waste my time? What if this doesn't work for me? And then I go out and then I say like, what's the worst case scenario when I'm getting ready to make a big financial investment in myself and in my growth or in my business. And I need, I know that I need support and I want to be fast tracked and I want somebody to, to fast track me, support me and hold me accountable and hold my hand and give me all the tools that I need. All right. What's the worst case scenario, you know, acknowledge your fears like Alana's talking about and then all right, but what's the best case scenario? What's the best case scenario? I don't think enough of us ask that question and we don't allow ourselves with a space of acceptance and non-judgment to go through our fears and just like look at them and then think about, well, what's on the other side actually? 
and knowing if you, you know, if you don't trust yourself to get yourself somewhere, and I learned this in my yoga practice, if you don't yet trust yourself to get yourself to that level of success, at least trust that you've chosen the right coach to get you there. So at least trust that you had brought on that right person to help you grow in the way that you want to grow. And then somebody had asked in here, Alana, if your group was just for lashes or if it was open to everybody. No, it's, it's open to everybody. Um, and it's crazy how like, for example, my business is, I started off just doing the service, then training girls how to do the service itself. And then I'm like, oh my God, but the reason why my business has grown is because I've worked on my mental and spiritual self. And then it all clicked. So I truly became passionate about like uncovering and healing and all that stuff so that that way I can inspire people to become their best selves and creating those daily habits because you can't create a successful business and your health is is not there. Like you're not going to have the mental energy um, or physical energy and it, everything just coincides together. And that's why I was so passionate about it. So no, it's not only for lashes. <laughs> that's amazing. So you've heard it. Thank you all so much for your questions. And Alana, thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy with us and for this group and for saying yes. You are just such a treat today. And thank you so much for all that you're doing and for all that you are. And, you know, we're just cheering you on. And we look forward to building more solid relationships with you. I, I definitely want to come back. Thank you girls so much for creating like this community because even creating something like this is a commitment you know it's like okay we're gonna make a commitment we're putting it out there we have to show up every tuesday at 2 p.m so if you guys like go follow her put this on your schedule because you girls will be live interviewing amazing women um and the, they're doing it for free okay so like come on there's resources okay um but yeah thank you girl thank you girls so much for committing and i hope to be back soon Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for our viewers on Minding My Business, where we're here every Tuesday to provide you with the tools, amazing guests like Alana on how to elevate your mind, your life and your business, your bank account, the whole extension of you. Thank you so much. And if you're wanting to speak, um, if send a DM with any questions about what you want us to speak about on the next um, Minding Your Business talk, don't be shy. Send it our way. And if you are interested in being a guest speaker on Minding Your Business, feel free to reach out. We're always looking for amazing individuals to hop on and serve our community. Thank you. Thank guys. you, ladies. Have an amazing day. Thank you, everybody, so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.